Thank you for listening to the Wannabes Podcast. This is a show where myself, JD, and Wasabi, two power-ranked New York City Super Smash Brothers Melee players, document and discuss our experiences as competitive tryhards. If you like what you hear, give us a follow on Twitter at the Wannabes Pod. We post all of our episodes there, and we have a link to our Discord where you can ask questions, and we will answer them. That's enough of that. Let's get to the show. The Wannabes Podcast, episode 36. My name is JD. This is Wasabi. What's up, everyone? This week, we're talking about Melee. Look at that. Surprising. Surprise. Yeah, surprising change of of topic. Um, Actually, I don't have too much Melee to talk about. Will, I know you had quite a week. Um, Not necessarily uh, performance-wise, but I know that You've been just playing Melee every single day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're going on seven seven days straight. <clears throat> so, yeah, seven days straight already. But, you know, before we get into that, mm-hmm. what about, you know, I know you said you don't have too much your week, but, you know, how, how's it been? How's the job search and everything going? Honestly, pretty good. Um, so I got an interview uh, two weeks ago. I think I mentioned that. Maybe not. Um, and the... the business looked pretty good it looked like um a company i'd want to work for um a good size larger than the company i work for now in manhattan which is like exactly where i want to be and it would actually be a a faster commute so there's a lot going for it yeah a lot more professional environment um it's not next to a warehouse so i could actually like focus and get work done um and so after the first interview they had me present or, or prepare a project. Oh, wow. Yeah. And for the second interview, I presented to um, the president and like the, I think the person who would be my boss, like my direct supervisor, mm-hmm. if I were to get the job. And so, um, yeah, I prepared this two fold project. Um, one half of it was like all on Excel. Like they gave me a hypothetical situation. You have $250,000. Um, there are 80 different products that you could buy. Um, here are the, some of the, you know, metrics, um, you know, what would you do? And so I had to put together a whole project on Excel. I don't know if you've ever had to present on Excel, like a spreadsheet. Um, I've had just for science purposes, but not since like college right i've never had to do it and um it was definitely a an interesting experience like okay how am i going to actually present like the work i did on an excel sheet but regardless um that was one half of it and the other half was about product listings on amazon i'm getting a little this is, this is all kind of boring stuff but um overall i think i did pretty well i'm still waiting to hear back that was actually on friday um, it's Sunday now, and they told me to reach out to HR, which I think is a good sign. That's a, that's a good sign. Yeah. No one tells you to reach out to HR to not get the like not go to the next steps. Right. I think that's I think that's a good um, indicator. Um, there was one thing I did that was so cringeworthy right at the end. Um, oh no. So I had met with the brand director, who would, you know the person who would be my boss, and. I like said hi really quick, but there were a couple people there. So I like kind of forgot her name. So I said goodbye to the president. I remembered his name because I met with him before for the first interview. But yeah, I go, I go to her and I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. What was, um, what was your name again? She goes, uh, Ksenia. I'm like, I was a little caught off guard. And I just go, wow, great name. And then, oh, no. <laughs> why? Cause I'm a fucking idiot. And um she's like oh thanks ha 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 and all the way down the escalator like the elevator i didn't think of anything that happened for the entire interview except for that one moment where i'm like i cannot believe i just said great name like a fucking moron (laughs) oh man so at least uh, you weren't the type of person who's like oh where's that from yeah no i wasn't like ooh, foreign no i was just like yeah i just looked like a like a little doofus but 
<sighs> Besides that little, uh, you know, little flub, it was good. I think I'm going to get the job. We'll see what they offer. There's like benefits and all this stuff. And I would be, you know, right in Midtown. I guess it's Midtown. That's, I'm in Midtown now too. So we would be really close. Yeah. Where, where do you work? Uh, my office just moved. So this week's been crazy work-wise. My office just moved. Uh, so I'm right by like the Empire State Building on 34th Street. 34th. What avenue is that? Uh, like between like 5th and Madison. Okay. So I would be 8th and 36th. Okay. That's fairly close. That's not, yeah, I mean, I mean relatively. It's not super far. We can just meet in K-Town. Yeah. That'd, that'd be, um, we might have a weekly hang. That'd be, yeah. that'd be sweet. That'd be fun. Yeah. Yeah. And I have a lot of other friends that's like very similar situation. Um, just like, you know, New York City, a lot of work there. Not surprising yeah. that. You know, all my friends would, you know, end up working there at some point. But um, I also might be able to commute in with my girlfriend every day. And that'd be adorable. Um, mm-hmm. But anyway, that's pretty much all. Oh, and my nephew's in this week. So that's my job, whatever. But my nephew from Australia, he's two years old. Oh, yeah. You, so, you showed him Melee? Uh, not yet. I'm waiting for him to be uh, three. But Okay. Um, he is just the cutest little, oh, he's the best. And so this weekend, Friday and Saturday, just like all day I've spent just, you know, tossing him around and, you know, playing Nerf gun with him. Just like, oh, he's the best. And my, my heart just feels full. Today That's I'm good. going to a Jets game paid for by Ashley's um, job. Oh, nice. Like she gets so bribes. So you'll watch Jets lose. Yeah, I but... don't give a shit. But it's going to be a yeah, yeah. So we get free drinks oh, and food damn so you really it's 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 a really nice like rest week for you oh no doubt dude no doubt i'm thriving that's awesome um yeah uh and like i'm trying to build habits a little better um yeah how's that going not bad honestly not not too bad i've been my morning pages have been a lot more like productive i'm starting to get into the mindset of getting back into stand-up so taking premises writing jokes um I'm getting more into that rhythm a little bit. And mm-hmm. um, my big problem still is weekends. Like, I still throw away weekends a little too much. But mm-hmm. overall, <clears throat> like, I'm getting I'm, – I'm kind of narrowing down on, like, what a good set of habits would be regarding, like, writing and creativity. And that's mm-hmm. kind of what I wanted. I, I still have a lot of work to do. And I need to, like – really establish it as a habit now it's kind of like um what's the what's the word for it like the honeymoon phase if that makes sense yeah oh yeah that definitely makes sense so i need to, i know that there's a dip coming and that um mm-hmm. it's gonna be like it's definitely gonna take willpower and it's gonna take effort points as tof mentioned in his uh in that little twitter rant mm-hmm. but um Overall, I'm, I'm optimistic, and, and we'll, we'll kind of see how it goes. But for a first week, um, not bad. That's pretty good. And, yeah, the TOEF, like, effort rant was actually really interesting. Yeah, Dude. maybe we could talk about it if we have time today. Yeah, yeah, let's, 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 yeah, that sounds good. Word. But, yeah, that's pretty much my whole week. Not too much melee. Um, a bit of practice still, you know, keeping warm, but. Nice. Um, I didn't go to the Hex's nightclub and you know, that's, that's really it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So how about you? I know you played hacks a little bit. You've been, you've been kind of on a tear. I want to hear all about it. Yeah. I mean, it's been a very good melee filled week. Uh, it's really funny. Cause it, it was like sort of a microcosm with like ups and downs throughout the week, which is really interesting. But yeah, I mean, last week, you know, I, I didn't play too much Melee. I was just kind of too busy. This week, you know, I've played Melee at this point seven days in a row, maybe eight if I play today as well. And I've just been fiending super hard for the game. Um, and I've been keeping up with work and everything, which has been nice on top of that, which I'm very proud of. But um, yeah, like Saturday, I played Kata. Sunday, I did Netplay. Monday I played netplay also and then Tuesday I played with 
Kata and Guava. Wednesday, I went to Hax's nightclub. Thursday, I played with Hax. Uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah. Friday, actually, I was so dead. So Friday was my rest day. Okay. Actually, so six days in a row. I, I lasted six days in a row. Um, and I just slept, dude. I fell asleep at 10. I woke up at like 9. Dude. I was like, yeah, I'm really pushing myself. But I was supposed to play with Layden, and then he just flaked on me. Thank goodness. So I just slept. And then I traveled up to the Bronx yesterday to play with Jason mm-hmm. and then Beerman. So it's just been a crazy melee week, honestly. Hell yeah. Oh, that's amazing. So a whole whole wide range of players. Did you play? I, I, I must have... Uh missed miss some of that you didn't play the same person two days in a row did you not in a row i played Takeda on saturday and then on tuesday okay cool he's feeding too isn't he mm-hmm. word yeah. yeah so that's like that's that's a hell of a lot of melee and it's it sounds like you didn't have to like you didn't have to like uh, scrape the bottom of the barrel like these are all really good players <laughs> yeah yeah so my that's... weekly schedule is kind of coming really nice like i kind of know who i'll play on what days and you know it's been good to just be able to focus on like just a few different players with a few different matchups so i've been able to that was really nice word oh that's right i played joe on monday <laughs> that's what i did dude um i mean i live with a guy well, yeah, I mean that—that's the one that makes the most sense. But still, like, holy <clears throat> shit! So, okay, at what point did you feel any fatigue, if at all? Did you feel fatigue? Um, I'd say Wednesday during Hacks's nightclub, and then a little bit playing with Hacks, but playing with Hacks kind of just gets you amped up anyway. So, okay, I really felt the fatigue hard on Friday when I just like fell asleep for like ten hours, right. but. I think I made a mistake, and I said this was, like, a lots of ups and downs. So, I guess in chronological order, um, I was riding really high um, last weekend, you know, playing with Kata and then our net play session and then all of that. And then playing Young on Monday was really interesting because, honestly, dude, like, he was, like, zoned in, and he was, like, whooping my ass during the friendly session. And, like, I was definitely getting annoyed, but I remember about, like the highs and lows and the high tide low tide sort of thing that we talked about you know a few episodes ago Mm. and you know it definitely helped me go through and then the most interesting thing happened where you know we were like okay like let's it's getting really late like let's play a set right and you know he was whooping my ass honestly and then we played a set and he and it you know is tight like he takes the first set then i take it then he obviously goes to FD, then I, you know, then I win game four, and then going into game five, I barely clutch out game four, going through game five, like, I just feel, like, this was just an internal feeling, I felt the tides shift. During the first few interactions of game five, I'm like, oh, he's scared. Like, or not he's scared, but, like, oh, he doesn't want to lose this, you know? Right. And then and and then you know that put me at ease but it just I felt the tide shift and like my mind was just like it wasn't like I can win or anything. I'm just like like Joe, you know, he's off balance, he's off kilter. He really doesn't want to lose. Let's take advantage of this. And you know, he was even up two stocks to one and like I made a comeback to like clutch out game 5. And he was, you know, he he was so mad. He he did the usual like one more game. And then beat me, you know, that game, like, a two-stock. And then, you know, just gave me, you know, it was, like, GG's and went to his room. But he's, like, you know, I heard him whispering, like, you know, like, oh, man, like, every time, like, I can't, like, close it out or whatever like that. And, like, I'm just, like, you know, like, I gave him space, of course. um, But, like, to just be able to, like, feel, like, the, oh, man, like, like, I feel, like, he's nervous i feel like he's hesitant and that drove a lot of my decision making into game five was such a cool experience that i've like not you know not experienced um so consciously before you know um and and that was super super cool 
Um, and it was really funny because if it wasn't for that moment, I'd have been super tight about you know getting getting bodied for what was like probably like forty five minutes to an hour. Um, but you know, I think like looking back, like you know, I was really happy with like just being able to see that and sort of seeing the gradual shift in my play to like recognize those things and then also like act on it actively and consciously um and then you know tuesday i played with guava and kata and that went really well not not gonna lie and and this is like guava quoting i'm quoting guava for this but like he, he said he felt like the games like the game count was like 80 20 my favor <laughs> yeah all right I see it. Uh, so both Joe and I were kind of like running the setups, which was kind of kind of nice. And then I should have taken a break. And this is when I messaged you afterwards. But I was kind of tired. I had like this crazy work deadline on Wednesday that I, I successfully did, which was awesome. And then I'm like, oh, yeah, fuck yeah. I deserve to like celebrate. And like my office ended up doing this like because it's a startup like, this paint-and-sip thing where we just, like, painted and, like, drank, and then it went into Whiskey Wednesday, and there was sake and whiskey. And then I still decided to go to Hax's nightclub afterwards. Yeah. And I busted out so hard. I lost to Eminon round one, and then B-War, like, losers round three for, like, 17th. Like, it was so bad. And the funny thing was is that I wasn't, like... Like, it sucked losing, of course. But... I was, like, more annoyed that I, like, decided to go to Hax's nightclub. Because, like, yeah. I, I kind of knew, like, I wasn't, like, already in the right set for it. But, like, I still really wanted to go. I really wanted to play, like, Swooper and Aklo and those guys. Uh, but I could have just gone for friendlies. But I think um, it was, like, a, a good reminder of, like, restraint sometimes. Of, like, listening to your intuition of, like, you know, like not playing sometimes right i mean i would i would hope that you you forgive yourself because it's like it's a local you know it, it's it's not a big deal to like enter even if you're you know drunk also you're drinking so it's like you're 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 probably like feeling that liquid confidence a little uh a little strong so i i understand where you're coming from um in my opinion i i think that it's just like a funny like you've been you've been playing you were playing well the day before like i think i would have made the exact same decision and busted out the same way uh, be like fuck yeah i can do it i think the difference would be i would go secondaries if i was mm-hmm. drinking and um i don't know why you don't want to go the legendary dave in tournament dave. <laughs> dude it's because every space he just back airs and up tilts me well, that's that's what Dave has to overcome, man. Oh my God, uh, Dave! For people that don't know, is my secondary Pikachu name, and his name is just really random. JD one time asked me what I call my Pikachu, and I was like, I don't fucking know. Um, Dave. So, <laughs> and then the next so, like couple games, like you would just pop off, and you're like, Yo, yeah. it's Dave. <laughs> Uh, we're nerds. Uh, we're such nerds. I know. But, yeah, you're right. Like, I think it would be fun. I just, like, it's weird because it, there's also, like, the whole, like, you know, like, within the recent weeks about, like, Twitter being, like, you know, like, oh, if a tournament, like, doesn't, you know, should still count it even if they're, like, drinking and stuff like that. And, like, the thing is I still have fun playing Fox, but I just, like, can't drink and play. <laughs> Right, like Fox, and I think I I should accept that now moving forward, but I'm not beating myself up on it. Like like it doesn't reflect my play at all. I'm just more annoyed that I wasted you know like twenty bucks, twenty bucks and like two hours, like two and a half three hours. It was still fun. Like I got to play Whiskers and I got to play Swooper, which I you know those are matchups I never get to play. Yeah, but it's just like it was good for that. It's just like so it made it kind of worth it. Just like. I'm like I just shouldn't have entered the tournament because right. like it really shows like being in the right mindset for a tournament is like so so important and like Huge. honestly by the time I got it there I was already like checked out not because I was like super drunk I was actually like I didn't drink a lot but like I you know like I was kind of coming 
already down from from it, right? Sure. But like, it's just like I wasn't down. You know, I wasn't ready to play competitive tournament melee, and I think that's okay. Yeah. Yeah, it happens. So, all yeah. right, Hex's nightclub, kind of a wash. Um, if if anyone out there goes to Hex's nightclub, you're bound to see one person drink a bit too much anyway. So I think Will just kind of took that torch for last week out of the yeah. good of his heart. Um, yeah, I'll put it under charity for my taxes next year. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so uh, $20 write-off, very good. So, okay, then Thursday comes around. And uh, you play Hacks. And from what you tell me, it was a pretty good session. Yeah. So I played Hacks right after work. And, like, we, like, we, you know, it's funny to think that, like, I, I know Hacks pretty well now. Because he was someone, like, I kind of grew up watching, you know, yeah. when I started Melee. Mm-hmm. But, like, I know, I know him pretty well now. And it's so, like, you know, we, like, have our routine, like, you know, come over, like, you know play some melee theory craft a little bit play some more melee and stuff like that but honestly like he's just like i get now why like having strong opponents are is so so good because like hacks literally brought out the best melee i've ever played at like ever and this isn't just like me thinking this like i didn't really i was happy with my play but like at the end of it, Hacks was like, you know, yo, I think like that might have been the best melee like I've seen you play. And then he teasingly said, like, you weren't playing like this and got seventeenth at my local, did you? Because if so, my local's broken. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Uh, but you know, and it really was, and like he really brought it out of me. And there were like times where I've played him long enough now that I know how he plays like i'm i was with punishing like these like really specific aerial timings and fastfall timings and playing really well working on stuff that like i've done with drug fox you know theory crafting mid set you know and really making it hard for him i remember there was one point in the game where he was just like fuck dude like i can't get out of the corner you're like outplaying me you know like in every interaction for the one stock and like that's so hard to like make hacks feel like that. Yeah. Especially in the ditto. And like that I felt so good. And like hacks doesn't sugarcoat it either. So like I know it's true if he says it. Right. He and never would. He never would. And also I was getting like sick combos too. Like I got two combos where like it was worthy enough to pause the game and look at him. <laughs> where dork. I think No, he uh, does that to me all the time. Okay, alright, alright. Uh <laughs> <laughs> but he would always clap back. Like, after those big combos, I'd win the game, and then he would, like, four-stock me the next game. So he would clap me back and do the same. But, you know, it's just kind of like that relationship. But I remember one time, I think I got... He was recovering from a Firefox, and I got... I did, like, a full-hop bear, shield-drop bear, jump-out bear. It was, like, the fastest triple bear sequence ever. Huh. Which was so sick. It looked like one of those, like, Mango-Falco shield-drop combos. Right, right, right. Um... But, you know, enough, you know, enough kind of, like, feeling myself. I think, like, honestly, it's just, like, and, I, you know, I made a tweet about it, and I and you saw it, but, like, being able to just see how well you can play, mm-hmm. like, especially on, like, Melee's birthday. Like, let's not forget, this was, like, Melee's 18th birthday. Yeah, symbolic. It's really crazy, but, like, honestly, like, th- like... It was just so amazing. And, like, it didn't need to be, like, a tournament result. And it was, like, sort of everything that, like, I wanted this offseason to encompass, right? It was, like, a real faith in my play. And, like, there was, like, when I was playing and afterwards, there was just sort of this, like, clarity of, like, I know what kind of player I'm... Like, I know what options I like. I know how I want to play neutral and... And then it's sort of an acceptance to that, you know, and like to be able to like, you know, think more actively about like what I think me as a good, like how I want to play as a good player, if that makes sense. Right. And to be able to see like just like a glimpse of that peak for those few 
hours was honestly, honestly, like one of my best melee experiences today. Hell yeah, man. It's so funny how it comes out of like a buster tournament, but <clears throat> I, I feel like that's, that's not even that uncommon, right? Like mm-hmm. you, you kind of experience both sides of the spectrum and maybe that day before, like gave you the humility, humility you needed to play hacks and, and, and reach that potential or maybe it just kind of shook off some of the bad stuff but i think it's you, you mentioned like the mic, uh, microchasm of all the different like emotions of melee that's so true like you even got different degrees of it with the earlier sessions of like winning a little bit and then losing a little bit and then losing a lot and then playing amazing like it's so funny how you've just gone through the spectrum in like five days <laughs> i yeah i know it's it's too crazy but you know it's so cool because like i think i figured out like you know like a few episodes ago we talked about you know and we're all like doing our like own version of like the hero's journey right sure yeah but this sort of like self-narrative of being hardworking and like just leaning on on that to know whether i'm good or not but you know over this off season over the last few weeks right of this like honest to god experiment and i'll probably like keep doing it you know mm-hmm. but you know just initial results you know are in now and it's crazy cuz i feel like one like i i didn't play because i felt like i had to like it was a job or something like every day i just woke up and was like i want to play more melee you know yeah um and then, you know, the other thing was that, like, I kind of know where I stand, and I'm really happy with it. And that's the weird thing is, like, I think I've always had this odd fear of, like, you know, once you're happy, once you're content, it means that, like, you don't want to improve anymore. And I think that's really an interesting concept, like, on a macro scale. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, it's almost weird that like being happy is an end goal. And so if you are happy midway through, you're not allowed. That means that like you're at the end or at least that's how my brain processed it, you know? Right. But, um, and like, I think it's like so easy to see that, to see people being like, you know, I'm just fine where it is. And I think like, that's different. Like I understand now that that's sort of like difference, like being complacent and stuff is like that. But like, being happy for where you are but wanting to keep pushing yourself is like so acceptable as a person oh yeah something that i wasn't like really like i knew conceptually but haven't experienced and like after playing like hacks and after this week it's sort of like i'm so happy of like what kind of player i become and like where i'm at at my skill level and all of that but know that like i'm not the best like that i'm there's a lot, you know, I'm barely a good player that I have a lot to work on, you know? And I'm, like, so okay with that. Oh, yeah. And I th- and I think, like, there are two main, you know, besides those experiences, there's two really crazy, um, you know, not crazy, but, like, two things that, like, sort of contribute to that. And one, I think, was realizing what I enjoy most about Melee. And the funny surprise is it's... I mean, granted, Melee is an amazing game, but it's it's not Melee itself, you know? And I think I sent you this manga quote, right? But it's about this, you know, the this it's it's from Haikyuu, um, this volleyball anime that I love. And, you know, he's the main character song to this guy and goes, you know, you already leveled up a fair amount, and yet you're setting that aside and starting over again from level one. Isn't that kind of hard? Um, and the main character just says, yeah, but I really like leveling up. That feeling of becoming able to do something is fun no matter how many times I feel it. And that just described, like, Thursday to a T. Yeah. Like, so, much, just, so much to, like, dig into just in that concept. Like, I'm so <clears throat> I'm chopping at the bit just on this topic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, what do you think? I've been talking for a bit. But... No, there's, there's so much. I'm so happy you, like, went over all that um because it's so like this is the juiciest i think conversation that could happen around melee right like oh you know when we talk about improvement and like our own journeys and, and fulfillment and all that um the first thing that really stuck out was the conversation about like contentment 
and complacency and how there's definitely a difference between the two. And I think in my experience and why I like Melee so much is that, um, you know, there's besides the fact that it like keeps me in it without much effort, like it doesn't take willpower for me to want to play Melee just because it's that fun. Mm -hmm. Right. But past past that point, like even if I go to a tournament, like I think I've crossed the threshold, you know, playing this game for how many years where even if I'm happy in the, in the bigger picture in the macro, if I'm happy with where I'm at, a loss will still just like devastate me. And just for that little bit of time, like it doesn't really carry over day to day, but at, in the moment, those losses are what really drive the, um, you know, the, the, the desire to improve and then the wins drive the the desire to keep entering tournaments right so it's like mm-hmm. it's the carrot and the stick all in one and it's what keeps me going and i think for a lot of people that helps them too and so like improving and doing the grind and doing the stuff that's less fun that's kind of inspired by you know the fact that other people that we get to play just can kick our ass every every once in a while and that's really cool um and past that just the idea of getting better at something you know that's another reason i love melee is that like you know for the past like six months i've been really trying to master the um jump cancel shines Mm -hmm. because you know it's just one you know it's just two inputs technically but the applications of it the the theory of that in an actual set like when it's good in matchups when it's good in neutral and combo game like i've realized and i don't talk about it a lot i talk about it as like oh i'm you know i'm getting better at jump cancel shines but like just being able to look at one tiny maneuver like that and realize that it's taken me months and months of practicing it every time I touch a controller and I'm still so far away from being like that good at it. Like it's bringing a smile to my face now. Like it's insane that we have the opportunity to like pick a new thing that we're bad at and watch ourselves in real time, get better at it. Like that's such a rare opportunity. Like not a lot of hobbies have such a tangible way of gauging improvement. Yeah. And it's addicting. It's, and when you sent me that, I'm like, I just resonated, you know, that, that one panel. I just resonated. It was so hard. I'm like, yeah, dude, like, you know, there's a time where ledge dashing was felt the same way. Just took months and months of grinding it and still like probably not even that good at it overall. And, and that's like, it's such a crazy thing that we have that. And it's part of the reason why we keep going back to the game, but. Yeah, just like I, I definitely resonated with a lot of what you just said, and it's just really cool that you had that week and you came out of it just like still fiending. You know, I think my you're definitely in an experimental stage with like putting melee in the back burner a bit, but mm-hmm. I think um, you know I, I thought in the beginning it would be good because you would realize that you would be drawn to melee without forcing yourself to be that Mm -hmm. it would just come out because it's your passion and you're you know you're you're too far gone now you're addicted (laughs) yeah (laughs) and so it's i love i love the idea of just letting melee kind of settle into a, a a good place in our lives and now that there's a local and now that our scene is starting to really like I think I think the local really awakened a lot of New York City and Jersey mm-hmm. too like uh, I think there's a lot more stability and you know growth potential in all of our players and so it's okay to like just let it be what it needs to be get the rest of our lives in order and then you know there's opportunities to have a full week of melee just playing nonstop and that's really exciting that like whenever i feel whenever i you know fiend that hard i have the opportunity as well it's really it's really something i hope you don't uh, take for granted yeah for sure and like 
<clears throat> yeah, dude, I, I so agree on it. And I think, like, the quote just sums it up so well. Like, just being able, like, the example with the JC shine is so, so cool. Like, I, like, maybe within the last two weeks, I've been trying to revamp how I ledge dash. And I went from, you know, getting, you know, between eight to ten gallon frames of invincibility to like consistently getting now like 10 and 11 with like sometimes getting like 13 14 even and like that's been so so cool to like just see that instant improvement and i think Mm -hmm. melee is funny because i think it's like forces you to be patient but the way it gives back to you is by like having the you know like if you put in the time like you see real tangible results to it you know yep, it's yep. for the impatient people which is funny uh because i'm very impatient but yeah like i think that's what it's about at least for me like just being able to see that level up being able to do something that you once weren't able to do it's so rare to find that in life you know and in also like because it's so always like in comparison to something else right like you know, like at work, it's like, you know, how do you, you know, generally like, it's like, how do you know you're doing a good job? Well, it's in comparison to like other things. Right. Mm-hmm. But like in melee, it's just all you, you know, even with the opponent, even with that, like you can still very much see, like I'm hitting this new punish that I've worked on. I'm recognizing a situation that I've been trying to remember, you know, and it's been so, so big, you know? Yeah. And this is this might be a little off topic, but another let's go for it. Another thing that I think melee has been, you know, there's always that concept of like melee skills that that um, carry over into real life, and I think it's always always fun to kind of like touch base with that concept and and realize when we're helped out by our experiences. And I think it's not just that like melee as a game shows you improvement because there are a lot of games that show improvement like speed running you could see your improvement in real time or mm-hmm. an mmo like world of warcraft like you see your improvement i think what's what's really cool about melee is like the fact that you are around other people of course so i'm, I'm not even going to touch like the social aspect i just mean like the competitive you know 1v1 you're mm-hmm. in a room with another person like getting yeah. those emotions up and flaring um and i'm fairly confident that when I went in for that interview on Friday, I felt a lot of that same pressure and nervous energy that I've felt in like majors or, or tournament mm-hmm. sets. Like it was very familiar and instinctively. And I only realized this actually after the interview, but I, I instinctively like just put myself in the same comfort zones and handled it in a way that was almost subconscious and it mm-hmm. worked out very well like having that pressure be put on so like strongly for such a short amount of time like that acute stress that a melee set or a melee tournament could give you is so valuable in the long term and you know it might be the the x factor that you know got me a job but it at least made me not stress out too much on the day of the interview and i just wanted to kind of you know bless up to the melee gods for for granting me that skill set dude for sure i mean do you remember the old video that cactuar and zoo made the coolest thing in the world or like someone made a mini doc on them uh but no that sounds actually really interesting it talks about their coolest thing in the world which is you know melee and Zoo talks about that thing, too, of, like, you know, now that he's an adult, he has to present in front of people. And he always used to be, like, a very shy person. But, like, nothing, no pressure is ever as hard as, like, playing in front of the crowd, you know, with yeah. people behind you, with people cheering, especially in the old school days of Melee, you know? Oh, yeah. But, like, I'll send you the video, but it's such an amazing video, dude. It just always gets me hyped and thankful for Melee, dude. Yeah. But, you know, I think, you know, it's almost like, well, yeah, this is honestly just like the perfect time to answer our question. Oh, yeah, that's so true. Yeah. Do you want to read it out? 
Yeah, yeah, let me read it out. Let me just pull it up and everything. Sure. So, you know, thanks again for, you know, thanks again, Andre and Lyon, for this question. But, you know, he asked, you know, you know, let me pull up. Wait, shoot. I'm at an old question. All right. So he said, you know, thanks again, you know, special shout outs for the question. You can ask any question on our Discord. Uh, he said, this might be a little cheesy, but with Thanksgiving coming up, what are you guys most grateful for and also most proud of? Literally brag about yourselves for a bit, please. Word. So, word. That's verbatim. But, you know, I think there's the best way, and JD, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, the best way to split this up would be, um, you know, grateful and proud, uh, grateful or proud of something, melee-related, podcast-related, life-related. Sure. So it doesn't need to be six different answers. So it's, it's, it's you know, grateful or proud of, but three categories. I'm going to sneak in uh, an answer zero. I'm grateful for this question. This is a, a really great conversation point. And thematically, Thanksgiving week, couldn't ask for a better one. Yeah. Honestly, again, super shout outs for this question. Love it. Love answering questions also. Also super cool that we have a community that asks us questions. Yeah. You know, or we have people, listeners that ask us questions more. Grateful so. for all y'all. Anyway, let's get into it. Do you want to start? Uh, I was going to give you the floor first. Okay, fine. All right. So let's talk Melee. What am I grateful for in Melee? Um, well, I'm grateful to have this, the scene and the, just the location of where I am. And mm-hmm. for all the friends that are constantly available or hitting me up to play or all that, like, I feel as though Melee has become ingrained into my life in such a healthy way mostly because of the people and the fact that if i ever need anything emotionally or just want to play the game to get my mind off of things or you know or if i just have like eight hours you know my girlfriend goes away for a weekend i just always have something really fulfilling and good to have in my life and I, I want to make sure I'm expressing gratefulness for that because it's easy for some people to take that for granted, especially if it's good melee available all the time. But So I guess I'm grateful for the game in general, but mostly the community around me. That's awesome, dude. Beat that answer, bro. I'll try. I'll try. So melee related. Honestly, like looking back at it, I think... I'm, well, you know, generally grateful that Melee's in my life. You know, it's done so much for me since I picked it up, like, junior year of college. So, you know, I'm almost hitting my five-year mark, uh, which is kind of crazy. Yeah. But I think, like, the thing that I'm, like, most grateful for is just the fact that I'm able to you know, pursue something of my own endeavor so passionately, you know? I think that, like, it's very hard to find those things in life. You know, I think a lot of it, it's like, oh, well, it makes sense to do this, or, you know, I have to do this because, you know, that's what you have to do, and, you know, right now. And, you know, there are a lot of hoops to jump through in life, and to be able to have, you know, something that isn't so... that isn't force that I can pursue and give my absolute all to. And then, you know, on a day-to-day basis to a point where I want to improve myself and improve the people around me and am able to see that improvement and, you know, learn more about who, you know, what kind of person that I, I am, you know, what makes me tick, what makes, what motivates me, you know, that I am, you know, like, discipline or that I am like creative or you know anything like that that I think it's that's what I'm most grateful for about melee you know hell yeah all right that was that was a really good answer too <laughs> shit suck it <laughs> all right all right so you could take right. you take lead on the podcast we're not, front. we're not keeping score 
we're not keeping score. Um, but podcast front, okay. Uh, honestly, so for the podcast, I think that like what I'm most thankful for, honestly, I think there's like a lot of factors to you know it's really cool, right? Like to have you know people that listen to us, people that you know message me and like we talk and I get to connect with people, you know, that I would have never met, you know. You know, mm-hmm. if it wasn't for this podcast, but um, so I guess the overall theme is like con- being able to connect with people is is super cool, and to have this sort of experience of growing, you know, growing up, be- becoming an adult, you know, <laughs> finding yourself in this like adult world post college uh, with this passion, with other goals in mind, also, and to be able to you know connect with you know other people like that, you know. And both agree and disagree with like how to handle it is something I'm most grateful for. But specifically, I'd say, well, no, it, you know, it ties into it. It's not like specifically, but that we got to connect, dude. Like we've we were two people that like only just hung out at majors. Like had a great one dinner, day two, night of day two before the drinks happen and all of that. <laughs> yeah. That used to be like our relationship. And to have that be, you know, someone who, like, kind of I, like, confide to for, like, everything on a week, you know, weekly basis at the very least, um, that's something super special. And I, I'm i really grateful for that, honestly. I'm getting a little choked up, to be honest. Because, like, like, you don't find, you know, a friend like that a lot of the time. And no. it, it took... It's also not one that happens over time, but like, you know, we're almost, this will be our 49th episode overall, and that means we've spent, you know, at the very least 50 hours talking, <laughs> shooting shit, you know? Yeah. No, I'm, um, I think, I think it's so funny because we like, we express gratefulness for this podcast, like almost every week at the end of it because we're just so excited we're just like oh this is so great like i'm so happy we did this and um i just want to reiterate like i think i picked the perfect person you know because this was an idea i just had for so long like i needed to do this and when you reached out that one time we had that one conversation that you just kind of talked me down and like really understood where i was coming from in a way that no one else really could i mean there's other melee players that would understand there's other you know my my family would half understand but like i think you just you know since that conversation and we just had this idea it's been so it's been awesome having a space to just express exactly where i'm at contribute to the scene in a way that feels good for it like i know this isn't the flashiest content it's not like you know the most viral we're still you know we're averaging uh, a modest you know 25 to 30 listens an episode but there's something i feel like this is <laughs> this is almost like the manure of what makes an important podcast like maybe that's that has a bad connotation to it, but it's like, (laughs) but it's like, it feels so healthy. Like it feels like it's given me an outlet for any negativity and also just like reiterate positivity at the same time. And so I think I'm just really grateful to have, you know, built with you this space to continuously sustainably enjoyably like i still look forward to this every week you know it hasn't been a chore maybe one time i was hung over and i'm like fuck i gotta record <laughs> but like besides maybe more than once but besides like those rarities it's just constantly just been a joy to sit down and and just talk about our exact experience and i think that's also something i'm proud of is that's something that's a goal that we set for ourselves in the very beginning is Mm -hmm. this is not to really get anyone to listen like of course we're going to take steps to like say hey you know we're, we're doing something over here but the main point has always been if we don't enjoy this 
there's no reason to do it. If this isn't good for us, then it's a complete waste of time. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's it's just really cool seeing how I just feel like we could keep doing this in, in what, forever? Like, it's so easy. <laughs> it's so, yeah, honestly. It's so easy. Oh, I just knocked my microphone. Maybe it's not that easy. But, um, yeah, all right. So that's the podcast front. A lot to be grateful for there, man. This I've just been enjoying this like crazy. Man, yeah, this is a sure. cheesy question. God damn This it. is super cheesy, but it's a good one. It's a hella good one. Uh, but for life front, you know, I think... Dude, I'm honestly just super proud that I'm able to balance everything you know and mm-hmm, it sort of mm-hmm. aligns with like my goals and everything and 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 i'm sort of like coming sort of into my own you know it's not that i have life figured out but i kind of like the direction general direction it's going and you know we've we you know we've talked about this a lot right like the melee struggles the you know relationship stuff the finding new jobs you know starting a new job and and all of that but you know being able to like balance that is so hard and i'm so proud that i sort of am starting to figure it out that i that i can balance it and that i know i can like i'm going to the gym on a regular basis granted it's like one two times a week but you know that's really good you know from the health front you know i mm-hmm. love my new job i and i found a new job you know i we're doing this podcast regularly melee's going well girlfriend's going well and like you know to be able to do that and find balance is something i'm super proud of yeah you kind of stole my answer a little bit um i'll just echo it honestly um finding balance and like being able to not strain myself to pursue the things i want to do is something that I've struggled with as a kid, but now I feel like I've kind of figured it out in a better way. Like I still find time to like beat the new Pokemon game. Right. Like, yeah, just, I didn't, it didn't happen overnight, but the time was available and I didn't sacrifice anything except for maybe like playing melee, like (laughs) not real sacrifices. And, Mm -hmm. um, obviously there's always sacrifice like i'm you know working nine to five and all that but i think when you know mentally and and um i guess spiritually like i feel there's a there's a kind of growth happening where i'm grateful for the time i'm like i know in 20 years i'm gonna look back at this time i spent going to tournaments like so fondly just all of it is going to, I'm going to think of as the golden ages. And, you know, when, if and when Melee stops being a factor in my life, like, I know that I've built, built a framework around my myself anyway to be able to, you know, move past it if, if that happens. But, you know, all these things that are going at the same time, like, I'm still figuring it out still trying to find you know this new job so i guess there's a little bit of uncertainty in the short term but realistically balancing all this stuff is like it's the best feeling i i I don't feel that level of despair that i felt right after college you know i've solved a lot of the big issues and now it's more like okay what you know going into late 20s you know there's other questions coming up but for now like a lot to enjoy a lot to you know improve on and just good habits all around it's 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 going pretty well at the moment and i'm i'm grateful for that oh all right wow yeah wow. lots of emotions <laughs> jesus christ <laughs> so sappy all right this is a, a a melee podcast, right? Okay, okay, great. Um, I remember now. Well, great. I mean, it's cool that like this wasn't really that off-brand. <laughs> no, <laughs> literally the shit we talk about fairly often, just very condensed and like that was like a spirit bomb of uh of all the sappy stuff we've talked about the last couple months. But yeah, but I think it's like really, it's like really good to 
you know, revisit the, these sort of things, right? I think, mm-hmm. like, as human beings, we have a tendency to always look forward, right? And, like, in society, we're always told to look forward. But, you know, no, like, as a kid, we don't look back, you know, as a kid and say, oh, wow, like, before I couldn't ride a bike and now I can ride a bike, right? Like, we, as a kid, we're like, well, how do I ride this bike faster a lot of the time? And I think we do that as adults, too, now, you know? I think we always look about, like, what more can I do? What else can I do? But, you know, we don't take a lot of time to look back and see what we've done, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. And almost like, yeah, I mean, that's, that's pretty much it. That like, And if we do, know. yeah, to write off that, like a lot of times if we do look back, it's in regret or embarrassment, right? Like, yeah, exactly. Like kind of dwelling on fuck ups or, you know, things we wish we did. Like <laughs> I mentioned it earlier, you know, I said great name and that's like the one thing I remember. It's like this, this silly kind of habit I think a lot of people have of just only seeing kind of like the dark spot or the little stain but mm-hmm. taking that time and and you know thoughtfully being grateful i think that's the that's kind of the lost meaning of thanksgiving not to get all sappy on that but I yeah, think yeah. It, it's very healthy i think it's scientifically healthy to be a grateful yeah. person it's like literally been yeah. studied yeah of course i mean like that's the nice thing about that's the one nice thing about this holiday like the other parts of what thanksgiving is 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 super sus but the the general <laughs> sentiment of it what, the i have to call it out yeah i have to call it out <laughs> it's super sus and wrong yep but you know the other sentiment is 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 the good part um but yeah i think like it's it's about that it's it's about reflection and and you know you do reflection through journaling and and pod this podcast is another form of reflection um but it also reminds me of like you know when we're talking about like what we were thankful for and stuff like that it sort of reminds me of um another quote actually that i came across um for actually the content that i want to talk about for my wannabe watch list oh let's let's squeeze it in all right uh, so the quote was, and I'll, and then I'll talk about what I've been watching, was uh, by uh, Francis of Assisi, um, way way back. But it's it's it goes start by doing what is necessary, then what is possible, and suddenly you're doing the impossible. And it's a bit cheesy, of course, like any quote is, mm-hmm. but I really like it because it sort of serves as a reminder about like how to prioritize things. And, like, how when we see the end product, we're like, wow, that looks, like, super hard and stuff like that. Both, like, in melee terms or in, like, life terms, right? But, like, Mm -hmm. just, like, with your job thing, like, doing what is necessary. Like, okay, like, I got to find a job that will pay the bills. And then doing what's possible, finding out, like, the specific ones that you want to do and stuff like that. And I think it's, like, a really good way to contextualize improvement, honestly. Yeah. It's it kind of follows the hierarchy of needs a little bit too, but with a bit more of like imagination, right? Yeah, exactly. But yeah, so pretty much I got this content from. <clears throat> I've definitely mentioned it on the podcast before. Um, the, well, he's currently the coach of CLG's League of Legends team. Uh, but you know he owns the YouTube channel uh, Mind Games uh, Weldon. And he's a sports psychologist from Europe, uh, rebranded now to an esports psychologist, right? And I've talked to you about his stuff, and he always has like a lot of great content. I think he has like over two hundred and fifty episodes just of you know people calling in and doing him doing like Q and A sessions with like three questions per episode. Mm-hmm. Um, but he has this program called the MAC program, which stands for the Mindfulness Acceptance and it's what is it mindfulness acceptance and damn <laughs> uh i forget what this me. i know i i i'm embarrassing you i don't know what <laughs> oh, i don't know what the c stands for competence maybe obviously anyway not. 
Rude. Rude. What is Mac? I'm I'm looking, I'm looking, I'm looking. Shit. He just calls it the Mac program. Anyway, fuck you. Um, it's so it's this it's this video lesson. You can take it like there are like seven modules, like over fifty episodes. And it's, you know, training, you know, esports athletes how to be mindful and like how to, you know, accept stuff in the game to improve their mentality and stuff like that. And honestly, I think it was like worth, you know, the 25 bucks that it was because it's like such cool conceptual videos about mindfulness and meditation and how that can factor into not just like, you know, competitive, you know, esports or melee or whatever but also like just life stuff right and i think these exercises and these like lessons daily lessons are like have been super super beneficial also to to not just melee but just to general life problems also yeah we should make a note to like spend a lot of time on this you know, maybe maybe do a segment on this, like a full segment, one episode. I'd really like to dig into all this stuff if you'd be down. Yeah, yeah, I totally, you know, would be down. And, like, it's really cool because it's, like, it's so designed, specifically designed for esports players. Yeah. That, like, you know, you don't find that content, like, very specific content, you know, where it talks about controlling emotions, like, breaking through plateaus, like, consistent performance, like, dealing with, you know, our intrinsic motivations and stuff like that. Like, one of the cool concepts was, like, you know, uh, internal states, right? And how generally stuff, you know, this is just, like, a teaser, but, you know, how, you know, stuff that's in our minds are really a lot of the time only exists in our mind. You know, like if we're itchy, if our nose is itchy, that's an internal state that, you know, our brain is saying that this note, like that part of our body is itchy, but we can still choose whether to act on it or not. And really the best way to go about it is just to accept it, but like not act on it. Right. And mm. so when we get frustrated in esports and in, in our competitions that, you know, we can acknowledge that we're angry and it's okay that we're angry because you know you're camping me jd or playing super sus or something like that right hey, but easy it's true but... <laughs> <laughs> okay you do like the platform but uh yeah all jokes aside that's just me teasing you uh all jokes aside you know like that i don't have to act on it that i can acknowledge that i'm like that but then i can then consciously choose to not be affected by it and then, you know, he does exercises to, you know, kind of make your brain, your mind stronger in that sense. Right. Yeah, hell yeah. Let's let's table this because I want to spend a lot of time on it. We're kind of running out of time, but yeah, I feel like yeah. there's so much to dig into. Um, what about you? What's What's been on your watch list lately? Honestly, this week I've been following the impeachment super closely and yeah. won't get into it too much. I just want to say that for all the people who may be apolitical or say like I don't you know I don't care about any of that or I, I hate politics um, right now is like a crazy historic time and that's an apolitical statement it's yeah it's unprecedented almost of mm -hmm. what's going on right now and I think the least oh I'm not going to say it's like the least one can do, but I think there's going to be some regret if down the line, you know, if you have kids or, you know, you're speaking to the next generation who wasn't around and they ask, what was it like to live through this time that you're going to want a satisfying answer? Yeah. And if, if you're not taking any time to kind of pay attention or process the crazy shit that's happening then you're you're you might regret it at some point and that's that's really it like it's just it's fascinating and i think um you know this this week I, i've just been constantly just binging any sort of analysis or you know trying to at least keep up with what's actually being said 
you know, this week was the public mm-hmm. hearings and it was Yeah, I mean, it's a lot bananas. Yeah, it's a lot going on and Yeah. It's 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 a crazy time, you know, yeah. right now. And that's that's the most I'll talk about it. Also just the normal like comedy podcasts. Um Yeah. <laughs> that's really it. Um uh, next time, next week, I'll have probably more interesting stuff to say. I don't want to talk about that shit, but anyway, yeah, of course, of course, that that's pretty much it for this week, right? I yeah. um, I have a Jets game to go to. Yeah, that was a nice tight hour. Tight hour, hell yeah, really, really good stuff this week, man. I'm happy we uh, I'm 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 happy we're grateful. I'm grateful for our gratefulness. Yeah, yeah, it was a good reflection reflection podcast episode we just have to figure out a good title now oh leave that to me okay Don't yeah you've worry. been feeling yourself with the titles like <laughs> all know? right dude <laughs> on that note i'll see you later yeah see you buddy <laughs> <laughs>